The halacha is that although one is not allowed to carry from a house into a courtyard, or from a courtyard into the house on Shabbos, unless they make an air of chatzeris, one is allowed to carry in the courtyard itself, even without having made an air of chatzeris. Meaning that any items which begin on Shabbos, when Shabbos comes in, they are found inside the courtyard, one is allowed to carry them within the courtyard on Shabbos. Because the whole courtyard is considered to be one domain. The question of our Mishnah is what about when it comes to other areas, such as roofs or other enclosures, are they considered to be one domain, in which case you're allowed to carry things even without an Erev, you're allowed to carry them within that domain, or whether it's maybe considered to be more than one domain, in which case you would not be able to continue carrying it. Says the Mishnah, all of the roofs of a city, and we're discussing roofs which are connected to each other, they are considered to be one large domain. Even though houses, each of the houses are of course considered to be different domains, since the roofs are rarely really used, they're not considered to be private, personal domains as part of the houses, rather they are all considered to be one large domain, such that if something is found there when showers comes in, then one can carry that from one roof to the other, not from the roof into the house, but from one roof to the other, and then to another roof, and so on. As long as one roof is not ten tefachim higher or lower than the next roof. Then we view it already as a different domain, in which case you would not be able to transfer something from one roof to the other one. Dear Rabbi Meir, that is the opinion of Rabbi Meir. And the truth is Rabbi Meir holds that in any case where you have a private domain, and within that private domain there is a structure which is at least 4x4 tefachim and 10 tefachim high. So that structure in itself is large enough to be considered a Rosh Hayochid in itself. Now, of course, if it's inside another Rosh Hayochid, then strictly speaking, you're allowed to carry from the Rosh Hayochid which you're in and place something on top of this structure. The structure itself is inside this Rosh Hayochid. However, according to Rumeir, it is forbidden Midrabonon to do so in case you come to do so in a public domain. If there is a structure like that in a public domain, that would actually be forbidden Midrabonon to carry something from the public domain and place it on top of this structure, which is a private domain. Because it may, that is the first of three opinions of our Mishnah. Second opinion, Every single roof is considered its own domain, just like the houses, and it is therefore forbidden to carry things from one roof to the other, even if the items began on a particular roof when Shabbos came in. Of course, if you make an Erev between all of the roofs, then you would be able to carry from one roof to the other. But without doing so, they are considered to be different domains, and therefore the regular Midrabonon law applies that one is not allowed to carry from one private domain into another private domain unless he makes an Erev Chatzeris. Third opinion, Rabbi Shimon Omer. Rabbi Shimon says that not only are all of the roofs considered to be like one big domain, but Echod Gagos Echod Chatzeris Echod Karpefeis. Whether it be the roofs of the city, whether it be the courtyards, and whether it be the Karpefeis, enclosures which are designated for living purposes, not necessarily that people live there, but at least there are things which are there, which people need the whole time. And as we learned already in the second parak, a carpet can also not be larger than two base are. So all of these three things in the entire city, they are considered to be one large domain for the items which were there at the beginning of Shabbos. But of course, not for the items which were inside the house when Shabbos began. However, for those items which were, let's say you have an item which was found on a roof when Shabbos came in. 
So on Shabbos, you're allowed to take that throughout the entire city's roofs. You can take it even from the roof into a courtyard, from a courtyard into a carpath, because all of these domains are not considered to be significant and private like houses are. And because of that, we view it all really as one large domain because they are not so private. And therefore, even without making an air of Chatzeris, one is allowed to carry from one to the other. If there is a large roof, which is right next to a smaller roof. And what that means is that on the side which they meet, one of the roofs totally opens up into the other one. So the smaller roof, the entire length of that side, touches the other roof. Whereas the large roof has part of its length of the side of this roof, part of it on either side of the smaller roof. And it's also important to realize that we're talking about a case where the length of the side of the smaller roof was less than 10 hours long. And since it's less than 10 hours long, Hagadol Mutter, the larger roof was permitted, meaning that one is allowed to carry items from his house onto the roof, just like in a regular case. The point is that even though it opens up into a forbidden area, because as we're going to see in a moment, it is forbidden to carry a tool on top of the smaller roof. Nevertheless, since it's only considered just to be an entrance into this roof, because remember the entrance, the opening into the other roof is less than 10 amas wide. So it's just considered to be an entrance and therefore it's still permitted to carry on that roof. However, as we mentioned, the Hakotan Osir is forbidden to carry on the smaller roof. So you would not be able to carry things from the house onto the roof or even to carry a tool on the top of the smaller roof. The reason being that on one of its sides, it is totally, on the entire side, it's totally opened up into somewhere else where it is not allowed to carry. Because we're discussing a case where both roofs did not make an air of together. So because they did not make an air of together, of course it's forbidden to carry from one roof to the other. We're going according to that opinion in the previous Mishnah. And there is a rule that if a roof or if any area is it's open on one of its sides entirely to a place where it's not allowed to carry. So here, since one is not allowed to carry from the smaller courtyard into the larger courtyard, or from the larger courtyard into the smaller courtyard, since one of the sides of the smaller courtyard is totally open, and its entire length touches the larger courtyard where it is forbidden to carry into, so the halacha is that it is forbidden to carry totally in the smaller courtyard. It sort of receives the halacha of the larger courtyard, but an area of need would need to be made in order to be able to carry there. On a similar note, A larger, wider courtyard, which opens up to a smaller courtyard, and once again, the smaller courtyard means that the entire length of the smaller courtyard meets the other larger courtyard. And again, that entire length of the small courtyard is less than 10 amas long. So once again, it is permitted to carry in the larger courtyard, but forbidden to carry in the smaller courtyard, since it is nifrit The entire length of one of the sides is open to a place where it is forbidden to carry from the smaller courtyard into the larger courtyard. Now why is this? Because the entire small courtyard is considered to be like the entrance of the larger courtyard. It's sort of a secondary part of the larger courtyard, so it's not considered separate from it, and therefore you can't carry there separately from the larger courtyard. But at the same time, it's not considered literally part of the larger courtyard. So even though in the larger courtyard you are allowed to carry, you're not allowed to carry in the smaller courtyard. All right, now third case in the Mishnah, A courtyard which is opened up into a public domain. 
So one of the walls, let's say, it's destroyed. So you're left with only three walls, and then it opens into the Rishus HaRabim. Hamachlis B'Techel Rishus HaYochid, one who carries something in from that courtyard into a private domain. From Rishus HaYochid, there's the Seichel from private domain into the courtyard. Chayev, he is Chayev for having violated Shabbos Midaraisa. If one violates Shabbos Midaraisa, so if he does it intentionally, then the punishment is the death penalty by Beistin. If he does it unintentionally, then he is Chayev a Karban Chatos. The point is, the Rebbe Liezer, that is the opinion of Rebbe Liezer, we're discussing specifically where he took something from the edge, where the wool was, let's say there was an item there, and he carried that from there into a, pri- into a private domain. So this is known as Tzidei Rishos Harabim, the sides, sort of, of a, pr- a public domain. Since the courtyard is totally opened up into the pri- public domain, though the entire courtyard does not gain the status of a public domain, the sides, where it's right next to the public domain, according to Rebbe that is considered to be a public domain. And therefore, you would be chay for carrying something from there into a private domain. However, say that the entire courtyard is judged as a Carmelis, the Mijabonon domain, which is neither a Rishus HaYochid or a Rishus HaRabim. And because of that, if somebody carries something from there into the public domain, or from a public domain into the courtyard, Potter, he is exempt from the Ishika Carmelis, because it is considered to be like a Carmelis, and therefore, although it is forbidden Mijabonon to do so, one would be exempt if he did it. Mishnah Gimel, we have learned earlier on in the Masechta that if a Erev Chatzeris is placed in a courtyard, let's say, before Shabbos comes in, then something happens to the food once Shabbos has come in. Or if, let's say, you've got a Mavoy, and you've got a Lechi and a Kira, you've got the beams and the horizontal pole at the entrance so that you're allowed to carry there on Shabbos, and you made a Shidim Mavoyus as well, but then something happened to it after Shabbos came in. So since when Shabbos came in, the Erev Chatzeris was valid, that allows you to carry there for the rest of Shabbos. Because the actual domain, nothing actually changed. It's just that the Erev changed. But since the whole requirement to make an Erev is anyway only Midrabanon, so once you made one, if after Shabbos comes in, it no longer stands, it is still permitted to carry in that courtyard. Or Movi, whatever it may be. The mission now discusses cases where the actual domain changes in some way. Chotzesh Niftalishus Harabim a courtyard which gets opened up to a public domain, from two of its directions. So we're talking about a case where the corner of the courtyard, something happened to it, it was broken open. So you've got part of two sides of the courtyard opening up into a Rishasarabim. Now, even if it is less than 10 amas wide, it cannot be considered just an entrance, since it's on the corner. No one makes an entrance in the corner of a courtyard, and so it is no longer considered to be a private domain, which it was. Now, of course, it's not considered to be a public domain, rather it is considered to be a Carmelis. Similarly, a house, which is broken open in from two of its directions, two of its sides, and again, that means the corner, so part of two of the sides are opening up into a public domain. And similarly, a movri, whose kaira and lechi, the crossbeam and the pole, the vertical pole, were taken away. The truth is, not like we said before, when, when uh, the movri, if the kaira and lechi are taken away from the movri, then the entire domain changes. Because the whole purpose of the kaira and lechi is to actually change the domain to be considered a private domain. Without it, it becomes a caramelis again, and therefore it should really be forbidden to carry there on Shabbos. So if all of this happened before Shabbos came in, then certainly it will be forbidden to carry there on Shabbos. The question is, if it happened on Shabbos, what is the halacha? 
So according to the first opinion, it's exactly the same as if an Erev was destroyed or something. It is permitted for that Shabbos. For the rest of Shabbos, it is still permitted to carry there. Of course, as long as there's an Erev. But it is forbidden to carry there in the future, the next Shabbos. Give Rabbi Yehuda, that is the opinion of Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yehuda reasons that it is exactly the same as if the Erev was destroyed. However, as we explained, Rabbi Yossi, Omer, Rabbi Yossi says over here it's worse. Because over here, the entire domain was changed. And so Rabbi says, If we permit it for that Shabbos, then it should be permitted for the future as well. But if it is forbidden in the future, which indeed it certainly is, then it should be forbidden for that Shabbos as well. And indeed, that is the opinion of Rabbi that it is forbidden to carry there for the rest of Shabbos, since the entire domain has now changed from being a private domain, and now it is a Carmelis, where it is forbidden with Jabalon to carry. Mishnah this Mishnah introduces a concept known as Pisikra Yod Vesaysayim. The edges of a roof go down and close. And what that means is that if you have a roof, then under certain circumstances you can say that we view it as if the roof, the edges of the roof actually go downwards, and that the area under the roof is considered to be surrounded by all four sides. Says Mishnah Habayna Aliyah Al-Gabish one who builds a upper story on top of two houses. So let's say you have two houses on two sides, two opposite sides of a Rosh Hashanah and they build a sort of structure which goes across the Rosh Hashanah over the Rosh Hashanah from one house to the other. The same applies to bridges, which are totally open underneath. If you've got a bridge which goes over a public domain, so underneath the bridge is a public area, there are lots of people which pass there. One is allowed to carry underneath the roof or underneath this structure between the two houses on Shabbos, according to Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yehuda uses this law of and so the area underneath the bridge is considered to be surrounded on all four sides. It's as if all of the edges of the structure above it come down. But the Chachom forbid you to carry underneath there, because since the public pass through there the whole time, you can't view it as if it is closed off and there are walls surrounding it, because the public are going through the walls as if. Alright, and the Perak ends off, Rabbi Yehuda furthermore said, One can make a shit of Mavoyais in a Mavoy which is totally open on both sides. Even if the Mavoy only has two sides, which are actually walls, so let's say it's got two different courtyards, and then on either side it opens up into a public domain. Now, Shittim of Voice only works if the area is considered to be a Rishus HaGochid mid Araisa, and then there are Bonans said that you also have to add on a Shittim of Voice. But if that area is mid Araisa not considered to be a private domain, then a Shittim of Voice will not help. So Rabbi Yehuda is telling us that according to him, even an area which is only surrounded by two sides, and not on all four sides, but only two sides, that is enough to be considered a Rishus HaYochid mid Araisa. Chacham forbid you to make a shittim of voice there and carry there, because according to the Chachomim, it is only considered to be a Rishus HaYochid mid Araisa if it has at least three sides, and then you can make a shittim of voice. But if it's only surrounded by, if it only has two sides, but it is open on two of the sides into a public domain, then even on a mid Araisa level, it is not considered to be a private domain, and therefore a shittim of voice will not help to be able to carry in that Movri on Shabbos.